0: Welcome to the Traveling, Traveling Designer Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Rick Oberreiter, and this is episode five. Um, so Happy New Year, everybody. And uh, I come to you from the wonderful, at least outside, the wonderful town of Bakersfield, California. And uh, why am I here? Um, I will kind of answer that question as, uh, as I move forward. So uh, stay tuned. Um, the first thing I should probably say is um, I think I've broken the cardinal rule of podcasting. And that is they always say to... Um, keep consistent in your, in your episodes so you can keep the, your, the listener engaged. Um, I don't think I've done an episode since July. Um, a lot's been going on. <clears throat> I'll kind of use the rule that, uh, if I have something to say, that's when I'll say it. And, uh, and I'll try to do the research and do the work to, uh, put together whatever it is that I want to say and try to say it in a, in a somewhat coherent way. So I'm trying to change gears a little bit. Um, Episode five was going to be about uh, traveling alone. I will get to that, but I'm not quite prepared and ready. But I did want I feel like I do have something to say. And I kind of want to just talk about what I've been up to since, Um, like I said, the last episode was July. Um, I, th- I believe, if I remember correctly, I was actually in my tent in Fort Collins in the rain when I did the last episode. So this one's a little bit different, but I thought this might be kind of cool because you know, if you're someone who's traveling or maybe wants to, um, you can kind of see the, the ebbs and flows of, you know, of the traveling life as I'll kind of talk about what I've been up to for the last, you know, few months. Um, kind of the the mantra of the only plan is not to have one and uh, kind of take things like kind of as they've been going. So, um, yeah, so we should talk about, you know, what's been going on like I say I, I was in I took my car. Actually, to Colorado. That was back in June, I believe. So I spent June all the way until August in Colorado. Um, that's where I lived for 15 years, and it was so so awesome and so much fun. Except for it was super super hot, but it was fun because I had a chance to really hang out with a lot of my friends that I haven't really had a chance to really hang out with in, you know, a couple of years. You know, I I've been back a couple of different times, but essentially we get together and. I ask everybody is like, what's your elevator speech for your life for the last two years? You know, and that's kind of that kind of sucks at times. So this time it was cool. I really got to uh, hang out with people and uh, have a chance to really like chat with them and see what's been going on with them and everything. So it's been awesome. So if I haven't thought you know, thanked all the people back in Colorado. Um, thank you. I was thank you, everyone, for hanging out with me and taking me in and all that good stuff. Uh, it was kind of cool because like I said I was in my car. This uh, I was tent camping around, and by the end of it, I was actually I was staying with a friend, so I ended up staying in a cabin. Um, I had my own cabin in the mountains, so I went from tent camping and super super hot to having my own my own uh, cabin, which is pretty awesome. I really uh, moved up in the world, and one of the, my I guess I don't know if it was one of my last nights, but it was sometime in the middle there. I came back from being in Denver, and I was hanging out in this nice leather leather chair that was in the cabin on my computer doing some work and a moose went by. I mean it was so cool. So uh it was really awesome to be able to do that and thanking my friend Steph for letting me stay stay there. So that was kind of one of my highlights of Colorado as well. Um another thing that happened when I was in Colorado is I met another another traveler. Her name was Kelly and she told me about the escapers which is an R V group which I've knew a little bit about it. I was actually on their, I've been like on their Facebook group, but I never really paid a whole lot of attention. So this is something that's going to kind of come full circle a little bit. But when I was hanging out with her, she told me about an event they call a convergence that was happening in Bend that August, which was a little bizarre because I was kind of on my way back. I needed to go back to Bend because that's where my I, I spent the winter in Bend. And that's where my camper was. <clears throat> so I thought it was a little serendipitous that... The event actually was seven miles away from where my camper was being stored. So, I mean, I almost, I had to go to that. So I kind of changed up my plans a little bit and then did my road trip to make it back to Bend. So after spending, you know, three months in Colorado, my plan was always to kind of do an extended road trip back to Oregon and hit some of my favorite places. And that was... Got to go to the Tetons, a place that I love, and I actually, you know, lived, you know, spent a summer living there. So I got to see some of that stuff up through the, oh, you know, that was in Jackson Hole, and then up through the Tetons um, to a Yellowstone. Camped out at Yellowstone for a few nights. Um, my main goal was to see a bear. I didn't. I even woke up one morning at like five in the morning and drove around, which is actually one of my most favorite things to do in Yellowstone is to get up super early and go drive and like as the sun's coming up, there's nobody out. I mean, you can it's almost like you have the place to yourself. But we saw yeah, saw lots of animals. No bears. Tons of buffalo early up close. So it was it was actually really cool. But I did want to see the bear, but it didn't. It didn't happen. That's okay. Um, I have seen a bear there in the past. I saw a grizzly bear um on a trip and I do was the same way where I got up really early and actually the day before the bear was in this area called Hayden Valley. And of course, you know, there's like a thousand people there all watching this <clears throat> grizzly bear. So the next day I went back and that's kind of where the Buffalo always hang out too. And I think I'm sure it had to be the same bear, but I saw it on the other side of the road. And this time it was like me, there was nobody else there. So I was kind of hoping to have one of those experiences again, um, but it didn't quite work out. But that's like I said, it was fine. It was beautiful. The, got some amazing like sun coming up. It was so cool. And after that, I headed up um, to Montana, which was cool as well because I got to meet some of my Boulder friends who I saw, you know, a couple of weeks earlier, and they were on their way back. They were doing a road trip, so we met up in uh, the Bozeman. And so it was just kind of cool that that worked out. And we stayed at this campground where we had the most amazing neighbors with these two girls. They cooked us like a five-star meal and uh, got us drunk. So that was a super cool night. And then they went back on the boulder. I had a chance then to hang out with a client who has this amazing house and got to stay at her place for a couple of nights. And that was super fun. And then I moved my way to Idaho and got to go to another one of my favorite places, the Sawtooth Mountains, which I talked about in one of my previous podcasts of some of my favorite places to go. And spent a couple of days in that little area. Did some cool hikes, uh, hiked back up to these two lakes. It was super fun. And then down into Boise for a night and then over to Bend where I, I spent a week at the Convergence, which is, uh, which is what one of the Escaper the group calls one of their get-togethers. And basically, it's an RV group where essentially most of them are all, you know, people in my age group, you know, I would say, I think age group actually at this one was probably like 28 to probably like in their sixties. And most of them probably more like, you know, 35 and 50. Most people work full time, you know, so like during the, during the, during the day, um, most people just worked, you know, if people had free time, they kind of scheduled their own activities. Then at nighttime, um, we all, uh, you know, there would be activities, usually a nighttime uh, nighttime activity like a or an outdoor activity, you know, a hike or something. And then it kind of migrated into the nighttime. It's usually referred to uh, maybe a cocktail or two, <laughs> but it's a bunch of super nice people. And I met an, um, lots of um, great people, um, friends, though, hopefully have for a long time. And that's one of the reasons I'm in Bakersfield is because I'm on my way to actually meet a bunch of them for New Year's Eve. And then they're having their big annual event in Lake Havasu in like the second week of January, which will they will be like four times bigger than the one I went to in Bend. So that should be a lot of fun. So then after that was over, I had to hightail it to Washington. Um, My plates were way overdue and I was going to house sit for my parents. So um, I spent the month of September at my parents' house. Um, the plan was just to spend the month there. Get my tags. Uh, for my camper. And uh, it's always funny how. Things don't tend to work out. The way you think they will. Because as I'm getting ready to go get my tags. I'm looking in my safe in my camper. For my title. and Because uh, I had to switch over from place. From Colorado to, to Washington. And no title. No idea where it was. Or where it is. So that took some time. So I would probably was probably in Washington three weeks longer than I wanted to be. You know, I had to start trying to figure out a way to get a new title. Um, I had to call Colorado, blah blah blah. They eventually got one to me after um, the first the first round of paperwork didn't go through, and uh, and then after that too, I was actually trying to get my camper fixed. I actually nothing was wrong with it. But um, I just wanted someone to take, give it a good once over, you know, and uh, see if everything was still running OK. They had my camper for three weeks. I had it scheduled for like a Tuesday or a Wednesday. I took it the night before. Three weeks later, they get to it. So blah, blah, blah. Um, I was in Washington a long, long time. <laughs> so I did have a block of time because I got myself a, a temporary te- temporary license, a license plate or whatever. And uh, I was like, all right, I've got about you know, five weeks, uh, what should I do? I think my initial plan was, I really wanted to go north into Washington and hit up to like Mount Rainier and do some of that, but you're starting to get into November. I wasn't really sure about weather. So I decided to hit the Oregon coast, which was one of the you know first things I did. Um, when I first started traveling, one of my first plans was doing the one-on-one. So I thought that'd be cool to kind of, uh, Rehit some of those spots and then um, do some new things. So, and I knew my birth, you know, my birthday is at the end of November. So I was like, all right, I'm going to time this out. I'm going to be in the Redwoods for my birthday. So that was kind of uh, my plan. And it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. I started in Pacific city, started working my way down. You know, I um, saw some new things. I revisited some places I've been before. Um, all in all, the weather was great. It was cool because like the first like two weeks, two and a half weeks, so I was on my own. Did a lot of hiking, caught up with work, it was great. And then when I got to Port Orford, which is, for whatever reason, just one of my favorite spots, um, through one of the escapers, actually the one of the guys who helps plan the events, he did a video at this spot where it's $10 boondocking, camping, overlooking the ocean. So I ended up spending a good week there And then there was some other Escaper friends. They were traveling down the coast as well. So it just kind of worked out that um, it was better for me just to kind of hang tight where I was. So um, I stayed there for a little bit longer and we hung out there for New Year's, or not for New Year's, excuse me, for Thanksgiving. So I got to do the whole travel thing with a, a group of other people. And then we traveled all the way. I traveled with them all the way down to Crescent City. And then from there, from Crescent City, If you don't know, Kristen City is kind of like where the Redwoods start. And then my friend Mike, Micah, who has an RV and a trailer in Austin, Texas, drove, didn't drive that, drove his truck all the way to hang out with me on my birthday, which was super cool. So um, we ended up getting a cabin, like along the Smith River, um, kind of up pretty close to the Redwoods. And hung out for a couple of days there and did the hot tub and we went hiking in the redwoods and did a bunch of cool stuff. And then we went camping for a couple of days too. So that was super cool as well. So I had lots of like really awesome experiences, you know, it was really different for me, you know, especially traveling with some, traveling with uh, some other, you know, full-time travelers to uh, kind of just have that experience, you know, almost we, you know, stayed put and usually, you know, we all kind of did our own thing at times at nighttime we would all converged into one of our trailers and we you know did movies and games and kind of so it was a whole for me is a whole new experience because I'm usually um, one that travels alone you know 98% of the time so it came to me kind of a new perspective which I really liked I mean all the people were nice and yeah it was really awesome it was a really good experience I'm looking forward to doing something like that again another cool story when I was on the coast I was in Newport and I had a little issue with my camper. So I took it in. No big deal. They, the place had it for most of the day. And, uh, I didn't really want to drive and leave Newport. So I was staying in the state park. I decided to stay at this like a little, little RV park at the port. Cause it's right next to the rogue brewery. And I thought that'd be really cool. So I pull in, I to pull in is, uh, an older gentleman, um, on a golf in a golf cart and he's, you know, asking me questions. We start chatting and, you know, he's like, all right, you go get checked in. And once you get checked in, I'll uh, I'll show you around. And he was in a golf cart. So I figured, you know, there was a lot there just at the port. You know, the, the bridge is there and the brewery is there. You've got the port, you know, with a bunch of fishing boats and everything. So I figured he was going to come pick me up, you know, in his little in his little golf cart and show me around. And I did do a post about this on Facebook or in my blog. For some reason, I called him Sal. His name is not Sal. It's Clay. So if you're out there, Clay, I'm sorry for that. <laughs> but so anyway, he ended up coming back like 30 minutes later, but not in his, uh, but not in the golf cart, but in his car. And me and my dog, Maz, we jump in and he goes on to sh- to drive me And shows me all kinds of stuff. We went over the bridge and he was telling me the history of this historic bridge and then over to this little area where all the, all the process of the fishing is done and talking about fishing boats and the fishing community and took me to a couple other parts of town. And it was really cool. Like he didn't have to do anything like that at all, but I got, it was, he was so nice. I got to hear about his life and he was, he's been a campground host there for like 12 years. Um, he spent a bunch of time living in New Mexico and now he's been living on the coast and he's been learning all this stuff about, you know, fishing and the fishing community and kind of told me his knowledge. And then at the end, we had this old thing of bread that he brought with him and we went and, well, I just kind of watched and took photos and it was slightly scared as he was feeding the seagulls and he would throw the, the bread up and seagulls would come and grab it. He, they would come and grab it out of his hand. I really thought they were gonna rip his entire hand off, <laughs> but it was—I uh, got a couple of good pictures. But it was really funny, and he was—he was having like honestly the freaking time of his life. It was—it was really funny. So that was like one of my highlights. Was uh, was having him show me around and him take the time. I mean, one of the great things about traveling is—is is all the cool people you get to meet and and all the cool things you know, fun things and nice things people do for you. So. Between Clay and then my escaper friends and Mike and then, you know, some of the hikes and some of the amazing campgrounds. I mean, I spent, you know, all this time on the beach and I saw whales and did some really awesome hikes. It was it was a fun five weeks. And then after that, I was weaving my way back and went to hang out with a friend in Brownsville, Oregon. And Brownsville is about two hours south of Portland. A little bit east of I five, know nothing about Brownsville. The first thing I learned about Brownsville is parts of, um, a couple movies, which all of a sudden, um, slipping my mind were filmed there, and I'll put it in the notes if I can't remember by the time the podcast ends, um, of what movie that was. I don't believe it, I forget that. But you drive into this town, and it's it's something like out of the forties. You know, it was around the holiday time. You know, second week of, of December. So everything's all kind of lit up, and the town was just really cute. It actually had like a working downtown where people were there and hung out. Um, They were actually doing their Stand By Me. I'm so sorry, the movie. Parts of Stand By Me was was filmed in Brownsville. There's a scene with a bridge, not the big train bridge, but another bridge that was filmed there. Um, The pie-eating scene was also filmed there as well. So quick tangent. So so at nighttime that night, they were having their – tree cutting or the trees um ceremony of turning the lights on so like everybody's out hanging out and it was honestly it was like something out of a movie like everyone it was super nice everybody's hanging out the downtown is really cool uh they did the lighting after that everybody went to the local salon to listen to a bunch of uh older people play bluegrass music and they were really good and then we went over and ate like gluten-free and organic pizza it was yeah super fun it was really nice of my friend to show me around and let me hang out. And then uh, a couple days later, as I'm leaving, I'm just taking Mazzy for a quick walk and I, you know, getting ready to drive. Really needed a coffee. So there was a coffee shop that, you know, said coffee. Couldn't quite tell if they were open or if they are not. Uh, walk up, open up the door. Door opens. There's someone, you know, kinda of behind the counter and he asks if, you know, if he he's like, What can I do for you? I asked him if he was open he's like, no, no. He's like, yeah, what is it that you need? And uh, I was like, Oh, I'm just trying to grab a cup of coffee. He's like, Oh yeah, come on in, come on in. And he made me a cup of coffee, gave it to me for free. And, uh, um, you know, tipped him or whatever, but yeah, like, no, like something he didn't have to do, but took the time out of his day. He was, you know, they were closed for the day so they could clean. Um, but super nice and it was super nice for someone to, to do that. So brownsville if you're ever in oregon especially in you know if you're on i-5 and you're just kind of like sick of the drive pull off and spend a few hours in brownsville it's well worth it so then after that i migrated back up to washington for uh for christmas and hung out with my family that was fun and then um so for the fact i was pretty much sick the entire time i was there for excuse me about the 10 days i was there and now I have left and I'm doing the taking me four days to get to Arizona. And that's kind of brings me back to being here in Bakersfield, which I tried to avoid Bakersfield at all, poss- at all possible, but uh, I just couldn't. <laughs> so I've been through here before. Not the best town in the world, but, hey, you know, um, it's been good to me. I haven't had any bad experiences here, so it's been good. And tomorrow I will actually be. In Arizona, where there's all kinds of cool things going on, which um, one thing should be super fun. I'm not sure what I can tell or not tell, so I'm just going to say nothing for now. Maybe I can do a podcast on that as well, which should be a good time. And then I'll be, which, yeah, I could probably do a podcast on everything that's happening from New Year's to that, to the big event in Lake Havasu that's happening as well. So I feel like I've put in a lot of stuff super fast, but uh, it's only been been only like 20 minutes, but anyway, yeah, that's, um, kind of been my last few months, you know, um, I think when, you know, the last podcast ended, all I knew was I was going to spend some time in Colorado. I didn't know for how long and I knew I eventually had to make myself make my way back to Oregon to get my camper, but I had no clue between what else was going to happen. So it's kind of interesting how that stuff works and how, you know, I met someone that um, turned me on to this group and ended up in Bend and now I'm on my way to Arizona and, uh, you know, one, having, you know, being stupid and losing my, losing my title and then allowed switch gears and I started to do the coast and not Washington and blah, blah, blah. It's, you know, I think uh, when you live the lifestyle like this, you've always got to kind of be ready to roll with the punches and be ready for an experience to kind of, to kind of happen. And now, basically, I've got maybe my next three weeks mapped out. You know, um, some of the things that are happening in Arizona and after that, I have no idea. No idea what's going to happen, which is super exciting. This is what, a, what a way to start the new year is to hang out with a bunch of cool people and then have kind of an open-ended schedule ahead of you. So um, that's kind of the life of a, of a traveler. And I don't even think it's even, you know, I feel like there's a lot of people out there who probably... Push the envelope tons more than me. But anyway, I think that's going to be it for this one. And I will do my best for one of my resolutions for the new year would be to try to be a bit more consistent, but I'm still going to keep on the pace to where I'm only going to say something if I feel like I have something to say. So uh, hopefully someone got some use out of this and enjoyed some of the stories. And I appreciate everybody who listens. And if anyone ever has anything they would want me to talk about, so that'd be great. Or so if anyone has any input about traveling alone or would like to be interviewed or anything like that, because that's that is one I'm working on. I think that should be a good one. Um, might be always kind of fun to get another perspective, just let me know. There's tons of ways to get a hold of me. So I always like to uh leave with a quote. So this is one from uh Jack Kerouac, uh, because in the end. You won't remember the time you spent working in the office or mowing the lawn. So climb that goddamn mountain. I think it's a good words of advice is the, to make sure you go out and do things. Go out and live life. Go explore. Uh, get out of your comfort zone. All that good stuff. So I thank everyone for listening. Uh, there's many ways you can find the podcast. Uh, pass it along to your friends. It'd be great. And until next time, uh, go out and explore. Enjoy. Bye-bye. To listen to all the episodes and to read my blog, go to www.travelingdesigner.co. That's www.travelingdesigner.co.